Can you think of any animals that are distinctively American? You know, that people would associate with America. Mm, some of you might have said the bald eagle, or the bison, or elk, or the bear. Or some of you might have said a coyote. Now, I had never seen a coyote until I came to America. And since we celebrate American Independence Day here on July the 4th, today's story is about this very American animal, the coyote. And just as you have heard of the African trickster Anansi, who mainly shows up as a spider in African folklore, it is the coyote who is shown as a trickster in Native American stories and in this tale, which is actually from Mexico, we hear how a coyote tries to trick hare, only to find out the hare is much more cunning than he thought. Huge congratulations to our ten lucky winners of my latest picture book, Five Little Angels. You can see the list of the winners on our Instagram at Journey with Story. And not to worry if you didn't win this time, because we'll be holding another contest very soon. So be sure and check out the episode notes for details. Oh, and this episode is dedicated to all the students from Miss Vanessa's class at the ASA school in Guatemala who invited me to do a special Zoom presentation about the power of stories in our lives. Thanks to all of those wonderful boys and girls for your great questions and insights all around reading and writing and telling and listening to stories. Let's take a journey with Coyote's Broken Dream. One day after Hare finished a marvellous meal, he sprawled out on the ground, basking in the warm sunshine, and closed his eyes. Soon he fell fast asleep. While Hare was snoring contentedly, along came Coyote who smacked his lips and grinned to see sleeping hair. What a fine feast he would make! And with one leap, Coyote sprung up and landed plop on Hare's back. Eow! Hare cried, bolting awake. Ha ha! Coyote giggled. I've got you. You feel quite fat and mm, what a tasty meal you'll make. But Hare was a quick thinker. Yes, he answered, looking innocently up into Coyote's eyes. Yes, I'm nice and full, and I don't mind if you eat me. After all, I'm only a wrinkled, tired, scrawny, measly, dry old Hare. Besides, I'm sure I don't have much longer to live. Hare sighed sadly, and then clasped his paws together in prayer. Oh, just one favour, Coyote. Please let me live long enough to ring the school bell today. What are you talking about? Now, even though Coyote was wily, he was still easily confused. Well, said Hare, eyeing the tree above them, you see the sweet young juicy hares are all in school today and it's my job to ring the bell when the school day is done. When I ring the bell, they know it's time to hop right home. So if you'll let me live just long enough to ring the bell, I'll have finished all I have to do in this world. 
Coyote cocked his head. This sounded interesting. When you ring the bell, he asked, what exactly happens? He longed to know where all those tender young hairs might go after old hair rang the bell. Oh, they'll come running past here, of course, Hare said. But you see, Coyote, I must wait until just the right time. The hares mustn't leave school until the sun reaches the top of this tree. He pointed up right to the top of the high branch, where there was a big hornet's nest hidden among the leaves. Brother Hare, Coyote said, why don't we ring the bell now? Oh, no, no, we can't do that, Hare said. I only hope I will be able to climb to the bell when the time comes. You see, it's up there at the top of this tree. Coyote looked up and his stomach began to rumble and growl. You said those little hairs were nice and tender. Oh, the sweetest, juiciest things you've ever seen, Hare said. How tasty they would be for someone like you. Luckily, they're safe in school and won't come out until I ring the bell. Otherwise, you might try to eat them. Oh, not me, Coyote said. I respect little ones. But, Brother Hare, you must be feeling terribly stiff. Why don't I let you up to stretch a while? Hare grinned. Now, that would be so nice of you, Coyote. I won't go away, of course. I must stay here until it's time to ring the bell. Of course. Coyote smiled and he stood up and set Hare free. Hare stretched and sighed, and as he did, Coyote began to imagine all those tender young hairs. You know, Coyote said, if you'd like to run around a while, I could stay and ring the bell for you. How nice it would be to have one last run, Hare said, but of course you have to promise you won't ring the bell until the sun has reached the top of that tree. Coyote nodded. Ah, oh, no problem, he said. It's a very simple job, really, Hare said. All you have to do is shake the bell, but you must shake it hard to make sure the little hares can hear it. I can do that, Coyote said proudly. You just go run along. And that's exactly what Hare did. He ran away as fast as he could, and when he was safely atop a nearby pile of rocks, he turned and called, Don't forget to ring that bell, Coyote! As soon as Hare was out of sight, Coyote rushed to the tree and began to shake it with all of his might. At last, he heard no ringing bell, and so he shook it still harder. He shook and shook and shook, until at last... The hornet's nest fell from the tree and landed right at his feet. The moment that happened, the air was filled with furious hornets, and when they saw the creature who had ruined their slumber, they flew at him, stinging and biting him and chasing him across the desert. Coyote ran as fast as he could, howling and yelping and calling here all sorts of nasty names, and he vowed he would never again let that sly creature outwit him. Oh no, not wily Coyote. He would find that hare and catch him, and never again would he believe a word of hare's tales.
so wondering what you think. Was it wrong of her to make up a tale about the bell to trick Coyote? Or do you think it was okay for him to do that in order to save himself from being eaten up? Have you ever had to make up a tale, some sort of story, in order to save yourself from something bad happening to you? That might make a good story. You could try writing about it, or you could try telling it, or maybe you could just even draw a picture of it. Thanks to all of our wonderful Patreon subscribers, your support means the world to us, and we hope you're enjoying all your free weekly colouring sheets. If you want some colouring sheets for our episodes, go to www.journeywithstory and download some today. And don't forget, mums and dads, if you're enjoying our podcast, please take a moment to rate, review and share with others. Thank you. Cheerio then. Join me next time for Journey with Story. Story.